Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. Daily Sports Talk Show. No one has now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Happy Wednesday. Hope you're having an outstanding afternoon. You're listening to Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching in statewide television, SWX Montana TV. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Nuanas Now, your one-stop shop for all things sports. Probably a little music talk today, too, because uh, your boy's going to another concert tonight. It's concert season, and uh, so I'm going to make another appearance out there at the Kettle House Amphitheater. So we'll get to that a little later on in the show. 14-year-old me, very excited to see Cypress Hill. Uh, 34-year-old me has seen Atmosphere many times, so it should be a good one out there at the Kettle House. Give you a little thoughts on last night's Modest Mouse show as well. I thought uh, Isaac and the boys ripped. It was really, really fun and an awesome evening out there as well. But a ton to get to today here on this Wednesday. A whole bunch of football. He's this yesterday, but our good buddy Anthony Knockreiner, formerly of the Knock-On Sports, he still has the Knock-On Sports Class AA football podcast. He'll join us to preview all things Class AA football with the season on the horizon. Two days away from Class AA and all levels of football across the state of Montana beginning on Friday night. So Friday Night Lights will return. 
Also going to talk a little bit more about the smaller rankings, classifications of high school football, both the Class B and Class C ranks here in hour number one. And going to answer some fancy football questions and give you a dozen wings, the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. It's our new iteration of Wing It Wednesday. So be sure to remember this phone number, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. About 445, I'll be giving you some fancy football advice. But if you have fancy football questions or comments or you, you have some sleepers or some rookies or some advice yourself or whatever, text us right now at 888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. And that'll start the entry process for those dozen wings. Usually we do a, a on-demand call-in, but uh, I want to get the conversation going. So if you have fancy football talking points or advice or questions or anything like that, 406-888-1029. You want to watch or consume this show somewhere else besides your traditional uh, uh, applications of doing it, head on over to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. There you will find the stream. Click on this live tab, and there will be for you, ESPN Radio. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Or you can go check out our YouTube channel. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there. And please subscribe because we're going to be doing some YouTube giveaways coming up. We are broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, located at the corner of Stevenson Mount. They're new to Missoula. You can also check them out online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Just got a text forwarded along from producer Tommy there in the back. Says, quote, just wanted to say really enjoyed the Nuanez Sports Radio. Being from out of state, it's great to see what's happening with the Mighty Grizz football team. I might be a little prejudiced because I have a Grizzly grandson. Very cool. Uh, we love covering the, the guys and the girls and everybody in between. There's a lot of awesome athletes in the state of Montana. So thank you so much for the kind feedback, the kind words. But keep those texts coming. you got fancy football questions or comments, 888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. Top of the hour, all Big Sky Conference all the time. Our ESPN Roundtable will feature the one and only Brooks Nuanez, SkylineSportsMT.com. He's my brother, my business partner. More importantly, when it comes to you, the loyal listener, he is the best in the biz when it comes down to breaking down Big Sky football, NFL football, all levels of football. Great football IQ. And we did a little word association when it comes to teams around the Big Sky Conference and also talked some theories, quarterback theories, theories on expectations when it comes to coaching staffs and the way programs are built. So uh, hour number two, Nuana has now doubled up ESPN Roundtable as well as uh, some more commentary with Brooks. Caught up with him a little bit earlier today. Announcement for later on this week, I will be heading to Bozeman tonight. Uh, I guess probably actually tomorrow because I'm going to hit this concert tonight. I'm going to leave early in the morning tomorrow. But we got a, a bunch of fun stuff planned tomorrow as well. Our good friend Carolyn's going to swing by for the chick who doesn't know sports. Also, this is going to be a fun one. Byron Rollins, who's a Missoula Sentinel grad, a guy that graduated high school years and years ago, it seems, at this point. Uh, he is now still a junior at Montana State. We talked about Cole Grossman, tight end for the uh, Grizzlies, who got a gray shirt year, a red shirt year, and a COVID year. So now he's basically a fourth-year freshman. Well, Byron Rollins is like a seventh or eighth-year senior there at MSU because uh, he got a red shirt year, and then he went on a mission, uh, he an LDS mission. And then uh, he came back, and then he also had – the, the recent COVID years as well. So uh, he's been in the program for a while. I remember pl- he played in the 2015 East-West Shrine game. So this is a, uh, his sixth year there at MSU, and he's a junior. But he's going to sit down with us tomorrow to talk a little bit about that journey, that story. That's going to be fun catching up with Byron. I actually haven't talked to him in quite some time, a couple of years, because uh, he was kind of gone, and then we weren't around the team for a couple of years. So 
Uh, it'll be fun to catch up with Byron. He's definitely got an atypical journey when it comes to uh, college football players. But a guy from Missoula who's making a good career for himself over there uh, for the Bobcats as well. So, And then a couple other things in the works tomorrow as well. So I always look forward to broadcasting to you from the other side of the Continental Divide. We love taking this show on the road and uh, hitting it up all the way across the board. Before we get to some high school football, I was at the Amp last night again. Uh, super fun night. Um, Isaac Brock, who's got some Montana roots, lead singer of Modest Mouse. I thought they put on a great show. Uh, the instrument, instrumentation is great. The production was great. They were letting it rip for sure. The encore uh, went about four or five songs, and then I believe they actually got unplugged because I think the sound ordinance was uh, up. It was curfew time uh, out there at the Kennelhouse Amphitheater. And you got to respect those people that live out there, you know, on a Tuesday. Can't really go much past 11, 1130. Uh, but, sir... Certainly a fun night, certainly a fun time, and uh, another great show. So shout out to our good friend Alanya, who used to be part of the team here at the Trail for uh, all the great shows she's been able to bring to town. And uh, I'm hitting up another one tonight, Cypress Hill and Atmosphere at the Amp. So we'll uh, have more feedback on that as Nuana is now. Do you think that maybe the citizens of Bonner just got sick of it and they said, shut them off? Well, there is an actual curfew. There's an actual Norris ordinance. That's why if you ever go on weeknight shows, if you're wondering, why did this band stop playing at 1050? Well, because they had to. you got to be done by 11. Right. But Modest Mouse was rocking until after 11. So uh, they might have had to pay a fine, but uh, Isaac was on one last night, so he really didn't mind. So, uh, you know, apologies to those people that uh, Deal with some extra noise, but is what it is, and uh, it's summertime in Missoula. We only get a few shows here every year where we can actually be outside. So uh, it's it's, wor- it's worth it to me, especially considering we have gone without for quite some time. All right, buddy. We're happy now. Welcome in a longtime friend of this show, a guy, true radio professional. I got a lot of guys on this show that come on here. Now, all of them are professionals in some form or fashion, but this guy, he actually had a daily sports talk show for more than five years up there in Kalispell. He's Anthony Knockrenner, formerly of the Knockon Sports, and still very immersed when it comes to Class AA football here uh, in the state of Montana. He's been one of my go-to resources as I prepare for Class AA football as well as just high school football across the state of Montana. Knock, I know you're a couple hours away from us in terms of the time zone down there uh, in Florida, but thanks so much for making some time for us. I know we miss you around here in the state of Montana, but uh, appreciate you taking some time, and I'm happy that you're still doing it. Well, I appreciate that, Coach. Like I said, man, it's always been a blast, and, you know, I appreciate you having me on your show. Like I said, it's always a blast to chat with you, and uh, like I said, it, it feels really, really weird not to be getting ready to go to Billings to, you know, go watch Flathead take on the Skyview Falcons. Uh, this will be the first time in five years that I am not getting ready for a Flathead broadcast. And uh, it, it feels weird. Like, it feels weird not having a game to call this weekend, to be quite honest with you. But like I said, I, I still love double-A. It's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, we got, I mean, I, I don't know. There's just uh, so many exciting matchups. And, I'm, and I know there's a good five exciting matchups in the A and the B as well, but Double-A, I mean, there's really not a bad game on the schedule this weekend. Well, we'll get into all of the different scheduling details here across Class Double-A. This is our Prep Extra, presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank been making a difference for Montana since 1907. Go check out how Farmer State Bank can make a difference for you today. Equal Housing Lender member, FDIC. All right, Nack, let's talk first and foremost about the showdown here in Missoula on Friday night. It's Missoula Sentinel, the defending Class AA state champions against Billings West. The squad that came in at number one in your Class AA coaches poll. 
West returns 11. That's right, 11 All-State players from a year ago. The defending champion Spartans, they return six, including Zach Cruz, who's head of the Montana Grizzlies. West features multiple college-level talents like the Dowler twins, uh, Taco and Caden Dowler, as well as Riley, Riley Bergeson, who's heading to Navy. Uh, as well as maybe Isaiah Clouch, the quarterback. I think he's a great athlete as well who I think will probably find himself playing some form of sports uh, when he gets into the collegiate level as well. Uh, So let's talk about this matchup itself. What do you think of this? This is pretty cool that we get a rematch of last year's state championship game. And, oh, by the way, it happens to be under the lights, Washington Grizzly Stadium at 7 o'clock on Friday night. I'll tell you this much. I wish I could be at Washington Grizzly Stadium this Friday for that game. I mean, I, I, I could pick a couple of games I could be at this weekend and be that one, and I know we'll talk about Helen and Great Falls too, but, man, this, this game, you look at it, it's so fascinating just because Sentinel is almost in a way in the same spot West was last year. They've got a younger crew here. Um, the West has now become the more veteran team, whereas Sentinel last year was the veteran team. And when you look at it, for, for me, as you mentioned, there's just so many athletes. There's so many guys that are going to be playing on Saturdays, big-time football, uh, even NIA football as well. And there's just so many talented football players. There's just so many individual matchups. Where are you going to look? The secondary versus the receiving group. When you look at West, between Hellgate and West, I think they have the two best wide receiver groups in AA football. So how is Sentinel's defense going to try and stop the Dollar Twins, along with Riley Bergerson as well? Uh, you look at West, they've got a big offensive line. Sentinel's got a pretty good offensive line as well. How is the defense going to get after Isaiah Clonch? Uh, this matchup just goes in so many directions, and there's so many storylines that are written about this. I think the one that I want to start with, Coulter, and I'm very curious to see how it plays out. Zach Cruz, as you mentioned earlier, already committing to uh, the University of Montana. And I believe as well as a defensive lineman, he was a first-team All-State tight end, a defensive end last year. Now he's going to play the quarterback position. He's a great athlete, and what we're seeing in high school football, your best athlete is usually playing quarterback. And so in this case, we're seeing Zach Cruz take on that role. What kind of quarterback is he going to be? That's my curiosity. Um, Again, they've got some great weapons on the outside. No question about that. I I know they've got some good uh, talent at the running back position. But ultimately, uh, what's that Cruz going to look like as a quarterback, and how is he going to move this offense uh, last year? Because, again, we saw how they were able to do it with two quarterbacks. Well, now it's back to just one quarterback, and I think it's uh, interesting to see how Zach Cruz plays. Because, again, you're, now you're taking a guy off the defensive end where he could be getting after Isaiah Clark. Now, maybe he plays a little bit, but I would be very surprised if Zach Cruz plays both ways a bunch of snaps on defense. I would just be surprised. You just don't normally see your starting quarterback playing defense as well. Um, again, unless you're in class A, maybe class B as well. But I just think it's going to be the most interesting matchup. The, now, all of a sudden, again, you've got some good defensive ends with uh, Kurgan as well as Wida and others. But, again, having a guy like Zach Cruz, the way he played last year, no longer coming off the edge, how is he going to play as a quarterback? I think that's the most interesting part about this entire matchup because, again, I think for Sentinel, we've seen what the quarterback position does. And if they can move the football against West defense, which, again, their secondary is intact, but they have to replace a lot. They lost a lot on the front lines and in the defensive line and the linebacker position. So there's maybe some inexperience there in the front of uh, Billings West defense. So uh, maybe they can take advantage of that. But, again, uh, that's where – if you're looking for one weakness potentially for West, just maybe that inexperience in a week one game along the defensive front. But, again, they're a well-coached team, so I, I don't know how much of an advantage that might be. Anthony Nachreiner joining us. 
He hosts a Class AA podcast and formerly of the Knock On Sports up at KGEZ up in the Flathead Valley. And uh, Anthony mentions that cruising maybe going both ways. I asked Dana Oliver about this, Missoula Sentinel head coach, and he said, "Hey, are you you going to be the guy that tells Zach he's not going to play defense? Because I'm not." He said, I'm, "Zach's playing defense because Zach's not going to come off the field. He's, he won't even let us take him off the field." Interesting. So I mean, and I and you know, I'm hearing out of Great Falls that here is going to be playing some linebacker uh, for the Bison as well. So maybe we're going to see something different. I mean, I didn't know if uh, two quarterbacks would work last year. Maybe Zach Cruz playing quarterback and defensive end. That, that's really that, – that, is, that, is that how you define irony? A guy that plays quarterback, sacking quarterbacks? That's it. <laughs> I don't know if we've seen that before. <laughs> Well, I will not bet against Zach Cruz, I'll tell you that much. He's one of the great competitors I've been around the last handful of years. He's uh, He's got a lot of grit and a lot of competitive nature, and uh, he's definitely going to be a good one. Let's take a look at the rest of the coaches' poll from around Class AA. I thought interesting that West was such an overwhelming favorite. 12 of the 16 first-place votes. Sentinel and Helena High got two each, so I'm not really surprised by that either. Uh, but I am maybe a little surprised that Sentinel was only a little bit ahead of Helena High. I know Helena High re- returns Marcus Evans, who's headed to the Grizzlies, as well as Caden Hewitt, the great quarterback who's headed to Montana as well. Uh, but then Great Falls sitting there at number four in the coaches' poll. And uh, Reed Harris has definitely got an opportunity to be one of the breakout stars here in the state this year, I think. Uh, I was so, so impressed with him at Marty Morningwig's quarterback camp. Uh, he has put on a ton of weight. He looks big, strong, and fast. He is a top-level athlete. Uh, he looked as on par with Zach Cruz as an athlete, if not even maybe more athletic than Zach Cruz when I watched Reed Harris live. So uh, Great Falls definitely a program that could make some noise, and a lot of it has to do with their multifaceted quarterback. Well, I was going to say Great Falls. I mean, they just, they've got guys. I mean, obviously, if you could, add, if you could keep Levi Torgerson – for one more year, I think Great Falls will be a really, really tough team to beat. Um, again, that kid just did so many things uh, for Great Falls last year in the return game, defense, and offense. But he's gone, so now they got to find a true number one wide receiver. Um, again, I, I think they've got some guys that they like. When I talked to Coach Mark Sampson, he's talked about some guys that uh, have really stepped up in, in those roles. Again, it's tough to replace a guy like Levi Torgerson. They're not going to ask their guys to replace the production that he brought to the table, but uh, again, I think they've got some good players. I think the guy to watch is Ryan Crea, though. I think Great Falls, and, you know, if you look at a Mark Sampson offense, they want to be balanced. They want to be able to run the football, and they want to be able to throw it over the top of you if they can. But they, they, the thing about Ryan Cray that makes it so interesting is that he's so good because he can both catch the football out of the backfield as well as running the football between the tackles. So I think he's a guy that really, really watched this year for Great Falls that can be that valve for Reed Harris. I mean, I, mean, I know he's also got his legs to be a release valve if he gets into some trouble. But, again, uh, you know, Great Falls, I think, will want to test defenses over the top. And I think because of that, if Reed Harris is able to find a lane, he can take off and run, but he's also got that outlet in Crea. And I think when you talk about Crea as a linebacker as well, all-state linebacker from a year ago, uh, again, he's going to be a guy that's going to be a force to reckon with. You add Zach Newton to the defensive line now and pushing the pocket uh, of any opposing offense that they face, that's going to make it difficult uh, for opposing teams as well. I think Great Falls is really in the store for a good year. Um, again, they, they've got some youth on the lines because they had so much experience last year along the offensive and defensive line. But they're going to be a really tough team to stop. I'm very curious, again, when they play Billings West, how that matchup is going to play out. We've seen Great Falls give West lots of problems 
uh, the last couple of years. I go back to maybe two years ago. I think Gray Falls had uh, forced West into a couple of turnovers. I know West had some trouble with turnovers last year. We'll see if they fix that uh, this week as well. But I think Great Falls is a team that look at as a prime challenger to Billings West crown in the Eastern Double A Conference. Anthony Knockrenner joining us. He's our Class Double A football insider here on Nuanas now. He's uh, tracking all the action from down there in Florida, but the guy that knows his stuff to be sure. It's part of our Prep Extra segment presented by Farmer State Bank. One last individual team I want to ask you about before we start talking more about these matchups, Anthony, is Kalispell Glacier. I know you spent a lot of time up in the Flathead Valley. You were the voice of the Flathead Braves. But Glacier, uh, they got a guy that I think that if this is a quarterback-driven state this year, and I think it will be because of some of the great athletes in the state like Zach Cruz, Reed Harris, and uh, you know Isaiah Clouch and Caden Hewitt, like we've all mentioned already, are playing the quarterback spot. But the guy who's a throwback who looks like the way double-A teams used to always operate in Montana, that was put your horse at running back and hand him the ball. Jake Randina looks like he could be uh, that Clydesdale, that, that Kalispell Glacier rides to a lot of success this year. So, no, Glacier came in at number five in your class double-A coaches poll. Uh, give us the breakdown of the Wolfpack and how important is uh, Jake Randina and his bruising style to uh, the Wolfpack offense. I mean, Jake Rendina accounted for 30% of the total yards the Glacier offense had last year. He accounted for 55% of the touchdowns the Glacier scored last year. There's no question about it. Jake Rendina is uh, the guy for them. He's going to be the main guy. And here's the deal. I mean, this dude, I mean, if there's a Derrick Henry in a double A, and again, Derrick Henry's a freak in the NFL, Jake Rendina's it. Would you want to be a linebacker? 18 years old trying to tackle the tree trunks that that man has for quads along with just trying to square him up in the hole. I mean, there's going to be linebackers that are fearless, no question about that, but I don't know if I'd really want to tackle him and meet him head on in a full head of steam because uh, he's just so big. He's agile. He can also catch the football out of the backfield. So, again, he's going to be somebody to watch in that halfback screen area. And I think the quarterback as well, Coach Creedy Bennett kind of talked about him, uh, Gage Schleider, when I was chatting with him and getting a preview of the Wolfpack. I think he's going to be interesting. It's always funny with Glacier. They seem to always turn out, and obviously Grady Bennett, a former great quarterback, a former UM great as well, he's always able to develop quarterbacks. So I'm very curious to see what kind of quarterback Gage Slider is, and he's going to get a good test, I think, against Belgrade. Uh, this is a team that's got some juice and some energy, obviously a struggle so far coming up through AA, but I, I'm really curious to see what Gage Slider can do because if they add a passing element and they add that threat, like Jake Rendina's sophomore year, where they were able to go over the top of defenses, along with the running game that Jake Rendina provides, Glacier could really become a dangerous football team. Again, the question is going to be they've got some youth along the offensive line, so how does that group hold up? Because when you think about the Glacier teams that were making their runs to state championship games and getting to so many consecutive semifinals, they had some big offensive linemen. Those guys just haven't come through the last couple of years uh, over at Glacier High School, but they still find a way. I mean, Grady Bennett's team, I mean, it's been since 2007, 2008, where they really struggled. Ever since then, Glacier's been a very, very competitive team. I think Glacier's definitely a team to watch in the West in terms of being a team that can be a Western AA Conference champion because of Jake Rendina and because of some of the other guys that they have at the skill positions. Um, Like I said, though, Coulter, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't want to meet Jake Rendina in the hole. No question. I can't understand why he's not getting more Division One offers. You watch this kid. I'm offering this guy just based on his Twitter videos lifting weights. 
was about to say, uh, Donnie Tudor, who, who does some special teams work with them, he does a fantastic job with uh, some of those guys. I know he's been working out with Jake Rendina as well. And uh, like I said, I mean, I, 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 I can't say that he even rivals Earl Campbell because Earl Campbell is such a, is a Hall of Famer and all that stuff. But, man, Jake Rendina looks a lot like him. Like, he looks like it. I don't know if we'll see it this year, but could you imagine if Jake Rendina stuck his helmet right into, right into your chest plate? I mean, that would look like it would seriously hurt. Like I said, this guy is like a Derrick Henry. This guy is the Hulk, if you will, in terms of a running back because he's just so tough to bring down. I know everybody talks about it, but if he's so muscular, he might lose some steps in terms of speed. But if so, I mean, you're going to need three or four guys. Like, you cannot let Jake Rendina get beyond the line of scrimmage. Once he gets beyond that, it is going to, you're going to need four or five guys just to bring him down. And what's that going to be after five, six, seven yards? Um, after contact. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be very tough. And, I mean, I know teams are going to load them up in the box, but like I said, that's going to be the problem. If, if Glacier figures out their passing game, if Gage Slider can make some plays over the top, Glacier is going to be so tough to beat because now you can't just add that safety into the box. You've got to put them back in coverage, and that's a difficult task now where you're just leaving your secondary potentially to try and tackle a full head of steam of Jake Rendina. You mentioned Donnie Tudal. Shout out Johnny Tudal. He was one of my favorite long snappers of all time. Played for the Montana State Bobcats. Got to know him well uh, during our time on the sidelines with the Cats in the early 2010s. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Anthony Nachreiner joining me, Coulter Nuanez here on Nuanez Now, breaking down all things Class AA football as part of our Prep Extra segment presented by Farmer State Bank. Anthony, what other matchups are you looking at in Class AA this week? So, what are some of the other key matchups across the state? I think one game that's kind of my underrated game of the week is, I think, CMR versus Hellgate. I really like Cole Taylor, who's coming back for Coach Dennis Morris. Um, the Battle of the Morrises that are unrelated. That's just funny, too. That's an added storyline in this game. But I think that I think there's a, a chance that this game could be a real shootout or a very close game, nonetheless, one form or fashion. I think when you look at Hellgate, I think they're primed to have a really good season. I like what they have. Connor Dick, at quarterback, you talk about two. Again, I think one of the best wide receiver tandems in the state and Ian Finch and Leo Filardi, uh, those guys can really take the top off of defense. And then I think CMR, again, they've got two studs at running back in Simonson and LaFerge. I really like them. Again, I like Cole Taylor when he brings to the table. Rafe Newbroff, who was the quarterback last year, now goes back to wide receiver position. He feels a little bit more natural, too. He's a big-time playmaker. So I think for me, that's a game to really watch. I mean, Hellgate, and you add Jacob Sweatland back, I mean, I, I really thought he would have a great season. Unfortunately, an injury derailed his season last year. I think he's still primed to have a great season this year, and I hope he gets that opportunity. Hopefully he stays healthy. I think he's a really fun player to watch, and I think he just adds that element of the running game for Hellgate. And I think in terms of the line, uh, you look at Tommy Nielsen, who's getting a lot of attention as well for Hellgate along the line. I think he's going to be a guy to watch as a road grader. So if he can pave the way along with the rest of the offensive line for Hellgate, all of a sudden, you, again, it's a similar thing with, with Glacier. Now you have that running game. You can take the top off of defense. So this offense for Hellgate, I think, can be one of the best we've seen in a very long time. And I know we you think about you know, just a couple of years ago with Riley Wooster uh, and what he was able to do with the quarterback position. I think Hellgate can do some really nice things this year. I think that CMR-Hellgate game is going to be really, really good. And uh, I know I'm sticking kind of in the Missoula area, but Big Sky and Gallatin. 
Again, I don't think the Big Sky Eagles are completely bare in the cover. They've got some good football players. You look at Louis Sanders, you look at Trey Reed, you look at Colby Jensen. Those guys can make plays. I think Trey Reed and Louis Sanders, again, an underrated bunch that can, you know, again, do some nice things in the passing game, uh, catch the football, they can get yards after catch, they can make plays after the catch. So I really like them. The question is going to be a quarterback who can get in the football. I know. That's always an issue for them. Uh, again, the coach Matt Johnson does a great job. Those guys will fight for a full four quarters, but again, it's always tough when you're just so limited in numbers and you can't spare guys. And if you've got guys playing both ways, it's tough when another group or another team has enough guys to where they don't have to do that. And so, like I said, I think uh, Big Sky and Gallatin is really interesting. And at the same time, too, with Gallatin, I, I don't know who's playing quarterback. For them. You look at Jake Vegan, you got Mickelson as well from last year. Um, who's going to take over there? So I think that's a really interesting key to that game. And I think when you talk about a guy like Ryland Schlepp, again, uh, just a big, strong tight end, a guy that can really do something that a lot of high school defenses don't see in a tight end that can really stretch the field and really stretch you in the seams because are you going to attach a safety? Well, he's not big enough to tackle Schlepp in the open field. Are you going to attach a linebacker? Well, he maybe not be fast enough to cover uh, Schlepp in the field. So I think that's another game that's really, really intriguing to me, Gallatin versus Big Sky, uh, along with CMR and Hellgate. Like I said, those are two fun games for me. Um, I, I know I'm sure you talked about Helena and Great Falls. Again, we talked about the, the quarterback matchup between uh, those two teams. I think that's really exciting. I'm curious to see what Flathead does. Uh, again, Skyview with uh, you know Flathead now going to a new logo on the helmet. That, that was interesting. I didn't see that change coming, but I think it's a cool logo change, and I'm curious to see what Coach Alex Cummings, uh, uh, Missoula Big Sky alum, I'm curious to see what he does in his first game in leading uh, the Flathead Braves this season. So, like I said, there, there's a lot of great games. That's a tough part, Coulter. Like I said, I know I went through two main ones there, but, again, this is a fun week for Class A Boys football. We're not talking about, okay, this game's going to be a blowout. Because last year we saw nothing but blowouts in the double-A. I mean, I think there was a handful of games that were within a possession of each other. Otherwise, there was pretty much a blowout after blowout after blowout last year. And I think this season, uh, it's funny how the schedule fell, but I, I think this year we're going to see a lot of close games. I think we're going to see some parity. Uh, I, again, if you're looking at a team that's the most dominant, it probably is West just because of all the talent that they have. But I don't know if there's a 2017 uh, Billings senior type team in the AA or a 2014 type Glacier Wolfpack team. I don't know if there's that type of team in the AA this year. So I think parity uh, could really take over this year. Nuwana's now 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television, around the great state of Montana. Anthony Knackreiner, our Class AA football insider, joining us here on ESPN Radio. And Knack, tell people a little bit about how they can continue to follow you, because you've been putting out some great content, some podcasts about Class AA football. I know you got some new stuff in the works as well, so uh, what's cooking? And I guess pun intended now that you're also uh, slanging the restaurant business as well, but uh, what's cooking for you and how can people find out more and, and get more of your great coverage? Well, I appreciate that, Colby. I'll be cooking some pizzas here in about 15 minutes. <laughs> but uh, how people can follow is uh, just hit me up at the Knock On Sports on Twitter, or you can just check out the Knock On Sports on Podbean as well. Um, we, what we got coming up, uh, some of my top 10 players, impact players of 2021. Again, this is not about the college recruiting process. This is more about the guys that are impacting the game this season for their team. Um, and we're talking about guys that are doing it in as many phases as you possibly can do. Uh, you talk about, you know, a guy like Taco Dollar who does it 
you know, on offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, you're talking about a guy like Ryan Craig, who does an offensive defense and likely special teams. A guy like Malik Simpson, a Billing Senior, uh, Charlie Kurgan, who's a fantastic punter, along with being a defensive end and an H back that can do so many things. So, my top 10 impact players for 2021, that's going to be coming out soon. Um, and then, uh, like I said, just check out the podcast. I'll be coming out every week uh, on Wednesday nights, and uh, I'll be uh, getting ready ready for uh, the week as well. We'll be taking a look at some of the best matchups. Like I said, I'll be doing a couple games of the week, and my most underrated game of the week, and like I said, my most underrated game of the week is that Hellgate versus CMR battle. That's going to be a fun one. Well, Knack, we always love having you. We'll continue to reach out throughout the fall football season. But in the meantime, go make yourself some good pizzas. I know, knowing you, you're going to make a damn good pizza. I can't wait to maybe come down there someday and sample the fare. But in the meantime, be well, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us here on Nuanas Now. Thanks, Colts. I appreciate it, man. There you go, Anthony Knackrenner. Best in the biz. More high school football and fantasy football advice. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. One, two, three. What is now on ESPN Radio. Too soon, man. Scott Weiland, one of the best in the biz. Stone Temple Pilots. Tommy, if you had to pick Eddie Vedder, Chris Cornell, Kurt Cobain, or Scott Weiland, who would you pick? I can't hear you if you're talking to me. It's okay. Nuanez now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanez. <laughs> I have my mic off. Hey, look, you're turning into me. <laughs> This is like reverse osmosis. There's no question, dude. It's Scott. It's Scott, Scott, Scott. There is no debate. There is no argument to be had. It's Scott. I just find it fascinating that, uh, I mean, honestly, I know that they all sort of got pigeonholed into this one genre of music. And because of the, the early tragedy experienced by Nirvana with Kurt Cobain's suicide and then the subsequent like self-fulfilling prophecies of of the addiction that haunted many of the grunge artists. Um, it's so crazy to me, though, that truly, objectively, some of the great voices in rock and roll history were all of those bands. Stone Temple Pilots, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, and Nirvana. 
And uh, it's sort of unfortunate because, I mean, those guys, they all, almost never could emerge from being associated with each other. You know, you, I mean? you know what I think it is, man? Huh. They all rode the early MTV wave. That's true. They were in those early programmatic lineups. And when they turned to the Kardashian network instead of the music television network, we saw grunge sort of go pew. And that's it, you know. Well, so there's you, my there's my hot take on that. That's part of it. There's also a, a certain portion of it, too, though, where the reason the music was so popular was because it was so real and so raw. But if you're living, if, if the, the, the lifestyle that, per, that predicates those songs is one that you can't live through. And that's the whole problem. That's why Kurt Cobain and Lane Staley from Alice in Chains and Scott Weiland are all dead. And Chris yeah. Cornell, too. Yeah. I know Chris Cornell was a, a different circumstance retrospectively, but, I mean, who'd ever thought that Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins would be the one guy that made it through all that alive? Unbelievable. Yeah, what a goofy dude, too. And I say that with only love, Coulter, but what a goofy dude. No question. You know. Time now for some more high school football. This is going to be part of our Senior Spotlight. We're putting a bow on our Senior Spotlight series. And so if you missed anything from the Senior Spotlight, you can find all those awesome interviews on the podcast. Our Senior Spotlight is a summer series that I uh, came up with last summer, highlighting some of the best seniors, graduated high school seniors, from around the state of Montana. This year, our interview series featured quite a few young people from right here in Missoula, because there's a lot of outstanding athletes from right here. But this year's Senior Spotlight, here's the list. So if you hear any that you, you like, you can just punch it in on the whatever podcast app you might have and uh, punch in the, the kid's name and then Nuanez, and it, they should pull it up for you. But our Senior Spotlight this summer included Noah Borchard, who is a former Huntley Project standout, track and field as well as basketball, who's headed to Colorado to participate in track. Beckett Arthur, Missoula Hellgate, who was a phenomenal athlete in both soccer and basketball for the Knights. He's on his way to Whitworth. Aubrey McElmurray, who is an outstanding triple jumper at Missoula Sentinel, who's on her way to Sacramento State. Iggy Fitzgerald, a Missoula Hellgate runner, who's on his way to Oregon. Sage Brooks, a Missoula Hellgate runner, who is on her way to run at Syracuse. Grace Denman, Missoula Big Sky product, who's headed to the University of Montana for track and field. Coulter Janicaro, Missoula Big Sky former quarterback, who is now with the Grizz football team. Dylan Rollins, Missoula Sentinel, who's now at BYU. And Danny Barsh, the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in girls basketball out of Helena Capital, who's now playing for the Lady Grizz. Senior Spotlight is one of my favorite things that we do around here. Uh, these kids are Amazing. What awesome accomplishments for them. And they were all so cordial and respectful and articulate and entertaining during their interviews. So appreciate each one of them. If you want to hear any of those interviews, they're still archived on the podcast. You can find them any place, anytime, anywhere. The Senior Spotlight, proudly presented by Palmer's Drug of Missoula, as well as Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Homes. Palmer's Drug. You go out of your way to buy local when it comes to what you eat. You go out of your way to drink local beers. You try to best support local businesses at every turn, so why not make the same effort when visit a local pharmacy? 
Palmer's Drug of Missoula is a pharmacist-owned establishment that can take care of all your needs more efficiently than any of the corporate chains. Palmer's is an in-network for all major prescription plans, including Medicaid and Medicare. Palmer's will take care of you on a personal level like you deserve. When you think local, think local pharmacy at Palmer's Drug, located at Southwest Higgins. And then, of course, Blaine McElmurray, the former Grizz safety, uh, who then went on to play in the NFL. He's used those values of hard work and dedication in his work with McElmurray Homes. McElmurray Homes is Missoula's highest quality custom residential real estate construction company since 2003. McElmurray Homes has helped contract and subcontract some of the Garden City's finest homes. McElmurray Homes is committed to offering quality customer service, quality products, and the best price throughout any project. And McElmurray Homes is a proud supporter of all high school athletes around the great state of Montana. So thanks to everybody that participated in our Senior Spotlight Series, both those two great sponsors as well as all of the subjects, because we could not do it without you. A couple more notes when it comes to prep football. I gave you a full breakdown of Class AA and Class A yesterday. Here's a quick look at Class B. First of all, the contenders. I think that perhaps the number one contender to challenge Manhattan, Manhattan, the defending state champions, is the Florence Falcons. Florence Carlton High School down the Bitterroot Valley, they return a ton of talent, and they are going to be really darn good. They were a playoff team a year ago. They have most of their key contributors back from that squad. And uh, Florence is, is definitely primed to be one of, if not the top teams in the West, as well as on the uh, the Class B level overall. Other contenders in Class B include Glasgow and Fairfield, a couple uh, big-time contenders. The last couple of years, of course, Fairfield always uh, a, a big-time contender. Prior to last season, it was all Eureka and Fairfield at the Class B level for about five years. The Lions up in Eureka won state titles in 2016, 2017, and 2019. The Eagles were the Class B champions out of Fairfield in 2015 and 2018. A couple of guys from those teams, most notably Garrett Graves from Eureka and Ryder Meyer from Fairfield, both those guys now playing for the Montana Grizzlies. So when you have a D1 guy at the Class B level, that definitely gets you somewhere for sure. But Manhattan, they put an end to that run last year by defeating Fairfield 23-6 to in the state championship game. Manhattan's first state title, that was surprising to me when I had heard that because Manhattan has always had a good program. Even when I was back at the Bozeman Chronicle uh, as a sports writer, they were really good back then, too. That was 10 years ago. And uh, so they've had a strong program for a while. And so uh, surprising that that was their first overall state title. But Manhattan, Fairfield, Florence, Glasgow, those teams should all be in the mix again at the Class B level. And Columbus also returns a ton of offensive talent. They were a second-round playoff squad last year. And Eureka, they didn't. They had a rare first-round exit in the playoffs last year, but uh, they're, they're hoping to be a contender as well. So a lot of familiar faces there on the Class B level. Florence, their main subjects, uh, their main contributors, their main stars, their main standouts. Pat Duchesne Jr., the quarterback. He's the son of head coach Pat Duchesne. Uh, he's about 6'3". He moves well. He's athletic. Uh, he can throw inside and outside the pocket, and uh, he's got a pretty darn good grasp of the spread offense as only a junior. So I think he's a guy that's going to be a fast riser when it comes to recruiting, but also one of the top quarterbacks uh, at the Class B level. They also boast Ethan Abbott, probably the best two-way lineman in the Class B level. He's about 6'4", 275. He's gotten offers from both the Cats and the Grizz already, uh, so he's a guy to definitely watch in recruiting. Blake Shoup is a guy that could be a Big Sky Conference guy. He's a great athlete, punt returner, receiver, defensive back. And Luke Mackey, 
another one of the top offensive weapons. A couple other guys to watch as far as top players at the Class B level. Uh, Townsend has a great one-two crunch. Uh, Trey Hovland and wideout Gavin Vandenacre. Uh, Hovland, the quarterback, uh, that, that's definitely one of the top uh, quarterback-receiver combinations in the state. Vandenacre, uh, he was All-State in three sports as a junior, one of the best athletes in the state of Montana. He'll be one of the top prospects in the state this year as well. Uh, last fall, he had 49 catches, 1,140 yards, and 16 touchdowns in just eight games. So two touchdowns a game. That's amazing. Those are amazing numbers. That's like seven catches, 150 yards, and two touchdowns every game. Wait, who is this guy? Cooper Cup? Unbelievable numbers by, by uh, Gavin Vandenacre last year for Townsend. They won a first-round playoff game over a Huntley Project last year, the Bulldogs did, before they lost to Florence. And Florence, that was on their way to the semifinals. Townsend, though, is in the south of the Class B ranks, which features defending champion Manhattan as well as Columbus, who should be tough, and Jefferson and Big Timber. So those guys, uh, th- 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 those are some of your players to watch. And one other player to watch I got my eye on, Corbin Johnson, 54 catches, 944 yards, and 15 touchdowns last year for Manhattan. He returns for his senior year. One of the biggest questions in Class B is what's up with Missoula Loyola and what's up with Anaconda? Because Anaconda has strong football tradition, but they have not been great. They have not been getting very good numbers uh, recently, especially since dropping down to Class B. Indicative that they had to drop from Class A to Class B. That's the numbers uh, in full force. But also, Missoula Loyola was uh, the cream of the crop in in Class B the beginning of this decade. And uh, they did not have good numbers last year. They did not post a victory last fall. So can they get it back on track? Todd Hughes, one of the best coaches in the state. So uh, Missoula Loyola, it's just a numbers game for them. Uh, but they're teetering on it. There's some people that think they should drop down to Class C. I don't really know how that would go over because they've been in Class B for so long. But Loyola and Aconda, two teams that I got my eye on to see if they can improve because Class B is better uh, when they're good. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsport online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Some Class C contenders. Seems like it's a wide-open title chase, but Joliet should be in the mix. Fairview, Scobie, Fort Benton, they should all be in the mix, uh, even though they graduated big-time senior classes. Flint Creek, the defending champion, they also graduated a talented senior class including Cade Cutler, who has joined us on this show several times. An update on Cade Cutler, who is at Montana State, but he's not yet. He's not quite at Montana State. He has shoulder surgery. So he's taking, speaking of Class B and Anaconda, he's taking the Braxton Hill route. So he will gray shirt this year. So that means he'll join the Bobcats in January. So best of wishes to him to heal up. But Mike Cutler, Cade Cutler's father, who helped the Titans to three state championships in four years, he resigned, I guess retired, after the fall, the last state championship. So Jason Osler takes over as the head coach for Flint Creek as well. So uh, should be some of the usual suspects, maybe some others that maybe aren't as expected, but Fort Benton's got some good athletes right now uh, going through that high school. So it should be wide open uh, at the Class C level. Jason Osler, the new uh, Flint Creek coach, told the Mazzolian, there's so many senior-heavy teams in the playoffs last year. So how it'll all stack up, it can fluctuate so much with three or four kids here or there that any team any year can be a really tough team. It's kind of hard to tell who's going to be the team to beat, but it should be pretty open and competitive this year at the Class C eight-man level. Class C eight-man, always one of the fun levels to uh, follow and uh, talk about here uh, in the great state of Montana. So there you go. 
putting a bow on our senior spotlight and giving you a few more notes when it comes to small school, high school football. You got fancy football questions? You want wings of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill? Both? 888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call or text your fancy football questions, and that we'll have answers for you. Or if you have commentary, feedback, advice yourself, call us or text us. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Right now, on the other side, I'm going to give you one lucky winner, a dozen wings, the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. And anybody that has questions, we will engage in it. So keep it right here. Wing It Wednesday, the new rendition of it. Fantasy football advice and free wings here on ESPN Radio right after this. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. One, is now on ESPN Radio. I like that tune, Tommy. Never heard that one. Who is it? This is uh, Miguel. Oh, All nice. One is you? Um, I've been studying um, the uh, now. That's what I call music uh, <laughs> series, sure. and I'm discovering uh, some pretty cool tracks. This is a new one for me as well. Uh, so, yeah. I, I like Miguel. That's a good one. Yeah, are you into Khalid? Khalid? Khalid, I guess. Uh, no. Well, you should be. I very don't know. Similar, very similar to Miguel. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, very smooth. Very good. New on is now. 102.90 ESPN Missoula. SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter New Honest. Tommy Evans in the back. Playing all the good beats. Good music. Wrapping up hour number one here with a little fancy football advice. This is our new rendition on a Wing It Wednesday. Wing It Wednesday presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. They got the best wings in Missoula as voted by you, the Missoula public, for years. More than a decade, they've won best in Missoula for best wings. We got a dozen wings for you. All you got to do is submit some fancy football advice. So each Wednesday, we're going to be taking fancy football questions, or if you have commentary or advice or you want to argue with me or whatever, call us or text us. 888 that's 406-888-1029, and uh, you will get entered in. If you do win, might I suggest the hot teriyaki wings, yum, go blue cheese and ranch, extra ranch, 
And uh, make sure you eat all your veggies, too. But uh, des- Dozen Wings, the Des Brown Sports Tavern and Grill, you can never go wrong. So keep those fancy football questions coming. Number one, here's, a, here's uh, an interesting question from a listener. Who's a rookie QB that will put up Herbert-type numbers this season? Well, arbitrary question. I know what you're getting at there. Uh, who's going to be the rookie QB that could put up big-time fantasy numbers? It's a great question. Nobody's putting up numbers like Justin Herbert did last year. Why? Well, because Justin Herbert had the, arguably the greatest single season statistically in the history of the National Football League for a rookie quarterback. Herbert threw for 4,336 yards, nearly 300 yards per game, 31 touchdowns, which is an all-time record for rookies in a single season for a quarterback. So uh, I don't think anybody's going to put up those numbers. But there is a very talented rookie class this year. If you were to ask me who I would lean upon, I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence because I do think that Trevor Lawrence has a big-time uphill battle. We're the number one overall pick. Comes with a lot of scrutiny, a big spotlight, but also you're going to the worst team in the league, so you don't necessarily have a lot of weapons. Travis Etienne out of Clemson, Trevor Lawrence's old running mate, now his new running mate there in Jacksonville. He suffered a Liz Frank injury, and he's on the season-ending IR. So that's one weapon down for Trevor Lawrence. There's also too many question marks with Trevor Lawrence when it comes to Urban Meyer. Can he hang? Can his offensive system work in the NFL. So I'm not going with the number one overall pick. I'm also not going with the number two overall pick in Zach Wilson for the New York Jets. I think he's just going to have a steep learning curve coming from the Mountain West out of BYU. And again, the Jets are just bad. So where would I go? Well, you might say Justin Fields because the Bears are a little bit better. And I think Fields is actually maybe the best of the bunch. But I'm not going there either. I'm going with Trey Lance. If I want a rookie that's going to put up good numbers and be steady, I'm going with Trey Lance, the kid out of North Dakota State, I think it's uh, if you draft him, you're probably not going to have him as your opening day starter. You might have to wait two, three, four, five weeks before he gets in. But I do think before the trade deadline in the NFL, which usually comes around week seven, uh, I do think that Trevor Lawrence, excuse me, that Trey Lance will be uh, in the mix, and if not the starter for the San Francisco 49ers. And if they can stay healthy, I think they're a true Super Bowl contender. George Kittle, great weapon. Debo Samuel, great weapon. Uh, Rasheem Mostert, great weapon. So uh, to answer the question, rookie QB that will put up the best numbers, I'm going with Trey Lance, uh, the former North Dakota State and number three overall pick for the San Francisco 49ers. Question number two, I'm loving this. Keep these coming. Should I be drafting Pitts? I think he means Kyle Pitts. More like a top wideout than a top tight end. This is something, if you're a fantasy football junkie, when and where you draft your tight ends now is huge. Because it used to be, okay, you want to get a couple running backs, maybe one of those top three or four wide receivers on your squad before you start even looking at a tight end. But Rob Gronkowski was kind of on the front end of it. Jimmy Graham, that whole group of guys. But now, I mean... Travis Kelsey is going to be the number one pass receiver for the Chiefs, barring any sort of uh, injury or any sort of unforeseen circumstance. Tight ends can pile up numbers, pile up yards, pile up touchdowns. So considering drafting a tight end early is not that unfounded. And Kyle Pitts, the number four overall pick out of Florida after the Atlanta Falcons, I think with Julio Jones gone, they still got Calvin Ridley, but I think Pitts will be a high target. So I would look at Pitts around that top wideout. Uh, you know, I wouldn't pick him over DeAndre Hopkins or Devontae Adams or, or guys like that, D- DK Metcalf. But I would certainly be looking around, you know, if you're trying to pick between like a T.Y. Hilton or a DJ Chalk, 
uh, somebody like that or a Pitts, I'm taking Pitts all day. Wing Wednesday, presented by the Des Brown Sports Tavern and Grills, a new iteration of Wing Wednesday. So keep these questions coming. You got fantasy football questions? 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. That'll get you entered in to win a dozen wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Also, with Wilson's preseason for performance, should he be considered a starting quarterback? This is from Joe in Hamilton. Thanks, Joe. Um, I think you're referring to Zach Wilson for the Jets. If you're referring to Russell Wilson, he's certainly the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. I believe you're referring, though, to Zach Wilson. Uh, to be completely fair and completely transparent here, I uh, I haven't watched much New York Jets preseason yet, so uh, I, I would be hesitant. I mean, on one hand, conventional wisdom would tell you that the Jets are going to not be very good, so Zach Wilson might be throwing for some yards because they might be coming back in some games. But on the other hand, Who's he going to throw it to? They don't have a lot of weapons. They don't. They're not great on the offensive line. So uh, I don't know. I think Zach Wilson is a precarious one. I would try. I would stay away from guys like Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson unless you're going to draft them and stash them on your bench and then maybe play them the second half of the year. If you can't get Trey Lance or Justin Fields, which I don't know why you wouldn't be able to, because those guys are probably not going to be depending on how many teams are in your league. But if it's an eight-man league, you already know the guys are going for Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. You know, uh, maybe um, Deshaun Watson, depending on how that situation plays out in Houston. But if you're drafting rookie QBs, you're probably stashing them until they become starters and or until the second half of the year rolls around. But I think it's more just finding guys that maybe you do play late because I'm not going to try to really play any rookies early. So there you have it. A successful first iteration of a wing at Wednesday. Giving you fancy football advice, presented proudly by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. ESPN Roundtable, all things Big Sky Conference sports, word associations with Brooks Nuanas, plus some theories from the wider world of college football. Keep it right here on ESPN Radio. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.